Hello and welcome to the Crazy Pull Drink Podcast, and it's a special Rotten Eggs episode. I'm your host, Ian Loco, and again, normally joining me as usual to explore what's rotten <laughs> with movies, depending on how they smell, Mr. Gobbler Damon Anderson... Hi, Damon. Welcome Hello. back. <laughs> so, you prayed for peruse today? Yes, uh, today's Rotten Eggs is something that I've been wanting to see, so... And, and you're uh, doing pretty well today, sir? Uh, I mean, I know it's a tricky question with you, but... I guess good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, the special thing is, this is actually not a Rotten Eggs that's being presented as far as the film... It's not from me, it's not from you, but it's somebody joining us for the first time doing Rotten Eggs, and that's Mr. Nicker's Chicken. Welcome. Yeah, I almost said good morning, because it's just been such a long morning, but good afternoon to everybody. Yeah, it's been a pretty normal day for the rest of us but <laughs> some of us didn't go into work for a little bit of extra <laughs> I, I think i count one person here at the table that didn't and that's me <laughs> uh, at least it's warming up a bit because it was like 25 degrees when i got up this yeah. morning so uh mr nick since you're the one that's offering because you had you decided to purchase this film Please let the uh, listeners know what you have brought us today uh-huh. to uh-huh. critique on if it's deserving of Rotten Eggs status. Well, it's a film that uh, I believe was only released in one theater in America, and that was in their home state of New Jersey, uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes, it was only. Be- it did do apparently like a state roadshow, apparently after that, but it was mostly because this is Kevin Smith, like giving more back to like. His hometown fans. Yeah, that's like why, his community. Yeah, that's why it didn't go worldwide. Uh, so I guess before we will go into watching it, uh, let's just give our brief thoughts on what we were thinking going in. And I personally did not look up reviews. I haven't looked at anything because I wanted to just go into it blindly. Yeah, so neither have I. Based on the trailer and the concept. What were your initial thoughts? Let's start with you, Mr. I Nick. Mean, <laughs> what was there not to say about it? It looked just as wacky as the last one. I mean, it's Jay and Silent Bob. It looked like, you know, it was going to be a great time and something you don't want to take seriously, but, you know, you never know what this movie's going to bring. And it's just, I think it's just going to be a lot of fun. Mr. Gobbler? Um, yeah, so, like, I, I went into it when I first seen the trailer. Um, I was excited. Yeah, you're going into it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it not come out yet. <laughs> so I, I, when I first seen the trailer, like I was really, really excited just because I loved the first one so much. But I was, I was like a little worried on some parts of it. So I'm waiting to see if thing. I like the concept though. I do like the idea because it's funny. You know, every movie nowadays is getting remade and rebooted, and like it's just kind of funny. Like, he's taking that idea and putting it in one of his movies. Also, none of us were sure if they were even going to do this, because, yeah. you know, Kevin Smith's 
health, but he's, he's gotten a lot better, which is a good sign, and uh, I'm happy they did it. Big fan. Yeah. Um, apparently, this was, like, something that he had, like, said basically on the operating table that he wished that he had done this before he died, so the fact that he actually survived, now he's like, well, I guess I got to live up to that, I promise. <laughs> um, my initial thought going into this, based off the trailers, um, the first thing, though, that I just noticed is that it had a very direct-to-DVD feel. This didn't feel like it was a cinematic thing, so I don't think I actually feel that bad not seeing it in theaters, actually. Um... <laughs> Well, for one, I wouldn't have had to pay at full ticket price, technically, although with my AMC. Uh, like, like you said, Damon, I really did enjoy the first one. Uh, I do, however, acknowledge that maybe it's not aged well with uh, some of the comedy. That's, that's fair. I mean, uh, you but know. That, but that, that I know. That's, it, it was filmed then, so... but. Uh, and then also as a whole for Kevin Smith films, how do we feel about that? Because as far as lately, it's very hit and miss with me. But I feel about his films. As far as his films go, like I like a lot of his films, but obviously they're you know nowadays. Like I didn't mind Tusk. Like it was kind of weird and off, like really strange. That's that's the one that I still but have not watched all of it. The, the as far as his films go, like. His early films, I love yeah. almost all of them. Like the original series with Jay and Silent Bob and Dogma and all that. Like that. Well, how were... about let's start with the first Clerks. <laughs> yeah, and Clerks was actually... I think Clerks is a ridiculously good film. Well, it's also very uh, influential to like people wanting to make films. Yeah, so like, I, I mean, I really like I mean, his films in general. But yeah. the newer ones, yeah, kind of hit or miss. But, I mean, you know, every director for the most part has a couple... Yeah. Couple nicks here and there. However, yoga hosers. I respect him. <laughs> he's making what he wants to make. He's I mean, I mean, just... I do, I do get that. It, it's. I still though have to critique it without that eye. Uh, yeah, I, I would say still Clerks is my top yep. favorite. Uh, That's what started it for yeah. me. So J- it's still my top. Jay and Silent Bob, however, was the first actual one I ever saw, which, yeah, that, yeah, you, which you, which you, Mister Nick, showed me. Yeah. Which. Wow, I was. <laughs> I didn't expect that when I was going into this. Just right off the bat, so many f bombs dropped. I watched the first one when I was like eight. Yeah. I, I remember finding it, and it was like in a VCR that had been taped. Uh-huh. And so that was the first of Kevin. That was the first Kevin Smith movie I had ever seen. Was because it was in a VCR that had been taped, and I just found the tape somewhere and mm-hmm. started watching it, and I was laughing and like. It, you know how bad it was? It was the fact I was so young that I didn't realize who Mark Hamill was. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like, it came up, and I was I knew who Chris Rock was. Yeah. Like, I had recognized him from other things, and then I also knew who, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't, the, the guy from, the guy who's the assistant to Chris Rock in the... Uh, J- James Kennedy? Yeah, Jamie yeah, Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy, yeah, so yeah, Jamie Kennedy awesome. he was in there, and I recognized him from Malibu's Most Wanted, because I had that, too. So, well, like... Well, and for our listeners and whoever is here that forgets, Jay and Saw Bob came out in 2001. <laughs> yeah. So... Wow. Uh, I didn't even know who Jason Lee was. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, oh, I didn't know half of it. Even Carrie Fisher, I was, like, dead on. Ben, because... Ben Affleck given a dual role. <laughs> yeah. Himself and as, uh... What was it? Holden McNeil. <laughs> yeah. That's And that's hilarious, too. Like, you know... 
him playing both parts like that. Like, I, I think that that's kind of a funny twist in that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's just so many good characters. I mean, Will Ferrell's in it, even. Yeah. Like, there's so many big names in the original. So that's why, like, I have... See, I could see the same, because I've seen a, the list of the people who are in this, and it's, it seems like it's not the same people, but it, the list is just as long. Yeah, well, he has connections. And, and also, uh, the first one actually also had Kevin Smith's actual wife in it, so... I did? Yeah, she was the really tall uh, brunette one that was skinnier than the rest. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, so, uh, <laughs> well, we've so far we've done Vampire's Kiss, hmm. Troll 2. I don't think we've done... We, we've been, we keep planning on another one, but what that was one. the What was the other one? We did like a quick rundown of one of them. Jeez. Uh, we were talking about it, and we were like... Well, oh, talking about, bad. like, ones that we would do? Well, like, there was done. one that we were like... Oh, no, wait, we technically did none. Yeah, the none. That, but that was, a yeah. qu- that was a quick one, so... Were you going to tell them what you just uh, purchased? Oh. I don't know, that's up to Ian. Get, get it in real quick. For future. <laughs> well, we're looking at a future Rotten Eggs. Uh, I went and purchased a film we all know and love. Jack and Jill! <laughs> yeah, that'll... I've seen <laughs> spots and... Pipeline... I've seen spots, and uh, I'm not a fond of the spots that I've seen, so uh, I'm looking forward to actually watching the whole movie, because I just know, my cr- I love to cringe, and that... Oh, if there was any movie that was literally perfect for rotten eggs, Jack and Joe would be it. It's like Or any Nicolas Cage. True. It's uh, like, except for his dramatic work. The thing is, that is a level of awful that, like, at least Nicolas Cage tries, like, Adam Sandler at that point, like... That could have been a career ender. <laughs> That's how bad that is. Well, we'll we'll dive into that when we mm. get to it. Yeah. Uh, but also, just to kind of give this out there, uh, as far as when we when we're done and we clarify our rating here, Mister Nick, uh, we don't just do A to F. Hmm. We're we're a little bit more. Well, no, we're just a little bit more creative with like how we describe like. Like, I'll give the example for Trolls 2 when we talked about it. I said, I give this the gym bag mm. because it's a smell, but then you immediately go, hey, smell this. Because you pass it on of how bad it is. Yeah. And that's what you do with Troll 2. You just pass it on because of how bad it is. Gotcha. Uh, and then, like, for Vampire's Kiss, we were like, it's a rotten egg, but we want to keep smelling it. <laughs> It's like a skunk you go on the side of the road, like you smell it, and you're like, you know, this this smells like something I ate last week. Like I, I'm not even, I'm not even angry at it. So I guess for like a really bad one, you could say like, hey, this is their strawman. Smell this rotten fish. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. Or yeah, just like a dead body or skunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole point of this is just to be creative mm-hmm. with how you feel about the film. So. Well, guys, with that said, are you ready to dive into Jane Silent Bob the Reboot? Sure, why not? And let's go. And we just got done watching Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Uh, first reaction, boys. Let's go first. <clears throat> well, it was definitely a fan-forward flick, and... I guess the three words that I say about it is, well, four. It tried too hard. Mr. Gobbler? 
Well, I mean, watching it, I definitely, uh, it's definitely not better than the original by a long shot. But I think there was enough, enough in it that I could still enjoy it a lot. And then uh, what's funny is uh, it kind of mocked the audience that was kind of watching it. I kind of felt like, you know what I mean? I would say it kind of does the same service that the original does. Kind of looks at him and just like a little nod. I think that's more of a callback to the original. I would say. Um, my my thing was so the whole joke about this was about reboots, right? This also felt like supposedly a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Because they're obviously continuing like Shane Elizabeth's character yeah. coming in. <laughs> she had a kid. With Jason, so that's one part that was kind of weirding me out. Uh, what was the fact? I, no, no, then that led into one of my favorite things in it, but I'm not going to say what that is. <laughs> um, but my thing is, like, it's a comedy. I didn't really laugh that much in this. But, again, comedy is subjective, because uh, I heard both of you laughing a number of times, so you obviously found stuff funny. That was just me. I I wasn't finding a whole lot of this funny. Uh, but maybe that's me. Uh, and I know that the first one did this too, which we probably could just do a whole thing about what we thought about the original. But this felt like also the plot starts somewhere and then it stops a lot. Like, oh, well, now they're going to deal with this. Oh, now they're going to deal with this. Uh and, yeah, the, like, overabundance of cameos was kind of getting a little much. Uh, there was a few that I thought were pretty good. I did not expect, the, uh, I forget her name, the Chasing Amy actress. Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect her to show up. What about Jericho? Uh, Jericho, I, mean, I knew... That was the I, biggest I, surprise in the movie. Well, no, I knew he was in it. Yeah, I, I, knew, know he, I, I knew he was in it. But he didn't know why. I didn't know he was going to be the Ku Klux Klan leader. Which, again, that was, it was both entertaining, but then it also was just like, so the film just halted there for a minute <laughs> to <laughs> basically pad the runtime, in my opinion. Uh, it could yeah. be a possibility, and I mean, I feel like this one was a little more story-driven, whereas the, the first one had a story with it, but like this one was trying to go for a different kind of story, like... If that makes sense, like it's it, it's like he's going from a similar story and then bringing in like the the whole that you know I don't want to get too deep into it, but like the whole situation surrounding with it. So I feel like this one was a little more kind of story pushed, whereas the other one was just kind of like these guys are on like a road trip. Well, well, there also was a lot of repeating, <laughs> yeah, of just doing the same thing. Uh, I also felt like the mo the movie, what is it called? Like the movies. no the yeah, the movies is that movies. what it's called? Movies, uh, fast food place. I didn't expect that cameo, and then I thought there was obviously something like with his actual wife being one of the cashiers was pretty good. Um, but again, my problem is that I was just finding a lot of this not funny. But that again, that's me. Uh, who, who what was his name? The like the Uber <laughs> oh, uh, driver. Fred, Fred Armisen, he was yeah. amazing. He he is really funny. 
again, though, all his his all of his dialogue got me not to chuckle once. But I thought it was funny when he got caught with dope. Eh, I, I felt like they set that up, kind of hitting on the. I don't do pot because I was always afraid of the cops. I'm like, watch the cops show up. Mm-hmm. Also, look at the cops really weren't trying. Yeah, <laughs> they were just kind of like. Well, to be fair, he was kind of playing it up. There was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> um, and it, like the whole thing with Kevin Smith also kind of breaking the fourth wall, like playing himself too. Was I gotta be honest? Uh, I was really uncomfortable with Jason Mewes being her father the whole time. Yeah, he was right to to her left or right the whole time, and I'm wondering whose idea that was because that was uncomfortable for me. And it, it's I I mean I'm not gonna try to knock her as a person at all, but the whole first part like of her character Harley Quinn Smith's character, I was just like, gosh, you are so monotone <laughs> and just sounds like you're not even trying <laughs> but that that and that also then comes back to though kevin smith the director going yeah you're doing fine daughter <laughs> but yeah, yeah there's there's some parts you know i thought it was fun yeah but there was a lot of you know um the it, writing i felt like I don't know, I just, like I said, they were trying to be really fan-driven. Yeah. And I just felt like a lot of, a lot of the stuff missed, unfortunately. But I did laugh I, at some of the parts, like uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth was, hologram <laughs> was pretty funny. Um, it's, it's just, I, I, I'm going to look this up real quick, because it's something I, so. Anything you'd like to add, then? <laughs> I'm complete opposite opinion, so... Well, well, no, that's the whole thing about this. Mm-hmm. Please, please express it. I look at it from a different aspect because this movie was one of those things It's just like, you know, no one was like... Like, some films, like, you know, there's going to be a sequel or some films like that. Like, this one was more of like, I think this whole film was a fan service. There's fan service in it, but I think the whole film was simply just a fan service. Like you mentioned uh, before, he wanted to do it on his deathbed, and he said, mm-hmm. this is something I wanted to do. So this seems more of, it's something for himself and the fans, not necessarily to be this or that. Because some movies are made, like, a good example would be The Room. Mm-hmm. The Room? Terrible. It's no, a bad it, film. It, it's a subjectively bad movie. Yeah. But it has garnered cult followings. But the thing with that is, it was a passion project. And yeah, I, I yeah. Think this, that, I feel that. like this was more. This was, and I was laughing like a like. I mean, most of the movie I was rolling because it's just I, I can I can appreciate a movie more if it's funny and I know that someone it's something that like that's why I can appreciate something like The Room because I know it's something that someone cares about. Uh, another uh, good example would be that Dolmite. Dolmite is my name. Dolmite is my name. Yeah. Well, well, wait. Yeah, are you talking about the Netflix or the actual Dolomite? Well, the, the actual Dolomite. <laughs> uh huh. That, that, but I, I found out more about it from the Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. thing about it, and it within that he, he explains like it's a passion project. Yeah. It's not you know, it, it's a bad film, but you can just tell there's a lot of love within it, and that's what I felt watching it was Kevin Smith was happy doing this. They were all happy doing this, and that's 
that's what I can appreciate it more. Whereas some films, they may be good films, but sometimes you'll see like, man, the people are just pissed off all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 yeah, I don't like watching films well, like that. Well, you can see the round yeah. one in the outtakes. Yeah, so. that, that's the other thing. The the out the it, this film almost starts to feel like it's just going and going, like we're in the end credits, but it's still going. So that's why I was kind of like, uh. Well, it takes again. I feel like it takes a lot of jabs at itself too. No, that's the whole thing. Like, is that it's I, ta- it's taking jabs at itself, but it's also taking jabs at the original. Yeah, and like I think it's it's funny that it's self aware. Like yeah, but to me, you can be at a point where you're being too self aware. Like I think Deadpool is very self aware, but he does it in like small doses. Well, as I far as, more, like, the grand... I mean more as far as self-aware, like, not necessarily, like, fourth Wally self-aware, like, I mean more of, like, he realizes, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, he realizes what the film is, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, a, again, a fun, and that's why I can give it more lenience than, especially, like, you know how I am about certain films, yeah. certain films, yeah, they're pretty bad, but I laugh, I can laugh at them, and, like, I could watch that again and be just, sorry to laugh at it, the goofiness of a lot of it, and yeah, there is some parts in it that are, like, doesn't really make sense but i think that's you know it's a little more forgivable than some films that just don't make sense and then doesn't do anything about it like you're not mm-hmm. laughing you're just kind of like well this is stupid yeah yeah troll 2 would like <laughs> bring back troll 2 i i i could watch troll 2 more times yeah. than this really that, yeah. see that film it's there's a lot of ridiculousness in it but it's laughable mm-hmm. and that's why it's so good well, well kind of going back to the room though it's more funny because it's not trying to be a comedy. It's trying to be a dramatic, serious film, which fails in every way. That's why it's hilarious. Yeah. When something, to me, is trying to be a comedy, trying to make me laugh, and not making me laugh, that's a bit more detriment than something that isn't trying but is making me laugh. Uh and again, I'm not gonna hold the original to like, you know, a grand standard. I still think it's a funny movie, even though I feel like it maybe has not aged well. But I also feel like it's has more sequences and it is paced better. Yeah. Even though it's the exact same runtime as this, yeah. that one does not feel as slow as this did to me. Like I felt stuff just dragged too much. Like Here's the here's the joke. You're staying with this for five minutes. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the Ben Affleck part. Oh well, I feel like Ben Affleck's part was kind of like used to bring some kind of heart to this, and also then reveal a little bit of his psyche on why he stopped being Batman. What? I honestly didn't have too much of a problem with. Uh, well, that that joke, the joke that got me there was the whole that, where he's like Affleck was badass, bad like you know that the little thing and like it's, yeah yeah, but I I I actually got you cracking up more at that part because I said the joke that they were just inferring, which I was like Martha. Yeah, well, when you had said that, like when you had mentioned, like I I guess I didn't catch it at first, and then like that's what made me roll, and then like I was thinking about it, and then that's what made me cut out because that was just. Like I said, I, 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 and see, we were at different levels with the original. I love the original because I had seen it so many times and, like, mm-hmm. really had more passion for it, whereas you watched it and you liked it, but 
No, I, w- I watched it several times. Well, I, I thought... mean, like, probably not as much as I had. Like, I was, this was, like, almost a daily watch at some point. <laughs> okay. So... What'd you watch more of that? No, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> but, so I think that's, it might be a little bit... Uh, it's also the fact, though, that I've just grown as far as, like, what I find funny and stuff. Yeah. And I acknowledge that maybe this thing doesn't hold up even if I still kind of like it. Um, there, and even as far as ridiculous sequences go, the ending of this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know why, I don't know if you guys missed it, but you kind of were guessing wrong <laughs> when that part was about to happen. <laughs> like, is it Mark Hamill? Is it something uh, like this? I'm like, when oh. I seen the fist at the end of the yeah, trailer I thing, I was, that. I was thinking they were going to show him and then I was like, no, maybe not. And then like. Then it brought back, and then it showed all the people, and I thought maybe he was going to make a surprise cameo. I, I was just... No. I didn't think they were actually going to do the Iron Man bit, and they did, so... They did. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I was, you know... I, I don't think Mark Hamill probably had time to do this. He probably was still doing so much Star Wars stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's one of those things, like, you know, if it's oh well, I guess. I, I think it would have been funny, I guess. I, I don't know. Like, it, it was nice to... You know, at least they, the way they alluded to it, I guess. I don't know, it was kind of funny. I, I got a mm. kick out of it. No, that's fine that if you got a kick out of it. I'm, it's just sad that I'm the one here sitting here going, going I, I'm sorry, I just didn't find this particularly that funny. And kind of dragged, and I would rather watch the original way more than this. I agree. Uh, so, but, yeah. Well, do you have anything else to add? <laughs> yeah, not much. Just, uh, I, you know, I'm glad I got a couple of laughs out of it. I'm glad to see Kevin Smith back in action, and I was happy to see a lot of them back. And it was cool to see all of them back together. And I didn't mind. I know I only spent five bucks for that Blu-ray, so I don't <laughs> really mind spending well, that. And I'm happy so, I have it in my collection. So here, so yeah, here's the thing. Here's the first question. Would you have paid? Would you? How would you feel if you had paid a theater ticket to see that? Did you think that it was worth it, or would you like? I wish I had rented it. No, yeah, that, it did feel like more of a straight to DVD kind of feel for me. But you know, the AMC deal we have made it a lot better. But if I would have had to pay for it, I probably would have been like, well, I hope I would have gotten it for five bucks instead of like the original ten or eleven. You wish your rewards were in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gobbler, I, I got. I think I got enough laughs that I wouldn't mind paying twelve dollars. I mean, I paid for worse films, so yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I paid for Emoji Movie, so yeah, I did too. Oh, so I mean, there's some films where I can come out and like at least been like I didn't laugh at all, and like, I mean, I can find good in just about any film, and like the Emoji Movie is one of the few that like literally almost made me not laugh at all. So well, it was, it's it's always a tie between that and the first Angry Birds. I don't know which I did not laugh at it more. Well, neither of you have seen Play Mobile, so yeah, and I don't it's true. It. But based on what I've heard of it, I don't know. I actually might appreciate a bit more than that of than Angry Birds and Emoji Movie. Um, I, I wouldn't mind spent like I mean I pay like eleven dollar, ten, eleven dollars for a ticket. If I got that and got enough entertainment, I'm I'm completely content with spending ten dollars on it. I mean, it, you know, 
wasting that like that little ten bucks on something that I'm gonna laugh a lot at. I'm proud of that. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Uh, so, but now, <laughs> come to the creative rating for, for this. So, Mr. Gobbler, what would you rate Jay and Silent Bob reboot in your creative way? Hmm. That's that's a good tough question. <laughs> it's like a a musty fart. <laughs> something <laughs> something you let, but you want other people. You're like someone's gonna walk through that. <laughs> so you're crop dusting. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so you know if you, you smell it and you're like, damn, that's fucked up. That's gross. And then you're like, I want someone else to smell that because that's awful. Yeah. I feel like I feel like there's a couple people I could show that to, and now they would be rolling. No, I don't even want to go after that. Well, you gotta. Uh, <clears throat> I thought. No, this is weird. Durian fruit. It durian smells, fruit. but some people like it. That's fair. Um. Here, here's gonna be mine. So yeah, rotten eggs. So how this is for me is I open up a container. I grab an egg, it looks kind of, you know, passable or something, crack it open, I don't know, maybe still kind of questionable, and I fry it up, and then I'm like, oh wait, uh, I think that's gone bad. <laughs> and I don't want to eat it again. So you're going to bring a century egg into it or something? <laughs> no, no that, that, that was kind of like my vampire's kiss thing. Mm. Where it's like, oh my gosh, this reeks, but I can appreciate that it's a hundred years old. <laughs> hey, I've done that before. I've cracked an egg that was like bad. Black? It wasn't black. Oh, okay. Bloody? Yeah, I know it was green. Oh. I don't, and the thing is, I didn't, it was, they were pretty fresh eggs. Like they were, I think they'd been in there like a week maybe. So I mean, mm -hmm. they still should be good. And yeah. I, I went to go fry one and I, I was the worst thing I've ever had my like nose too like <laughs> yeah it was so bad it was mm -hmm. so so bad yeah so yeah guys jay and silent bob reboot <laughs> uh obviously one of us here is perfectly fine with it found it you know entertaining or something and that's totally cool with you I, gobbler i would say that there there is definitely flaws within it mm -hmm. i mean that you know and that's why I appreciate a lot of the self-awareness. Like, I think they realize, you know, it is it is what it is. Like, but there's there's parts where, like, the whole Kevin Smith thing. Mm-hmm. Like, where they kept calling him Kevin James. Yeah, that got that, old. That got pretty old for me. Um, Kevin James got paid for them to do the, that. The knife jokes got old after a while. Mm-hmm. They said, well, does all the girls have knives? And then, like, <laughs> and then, like, a couple of scenes, like, I guess the whole Russian plot thing. Yeah, that I was. Who was that? I recognized her, by the way. Uh, I, I'd have to look up her name yeah. again. But they could have just cut that out. Mm-hmm. No, but that's the thing. They're like, we want to make a, a commentary statement on what's going on. Yeah. So that's why it felt. And so. they, if they would have cut it out and made her an actual, like, like what she actually originally was, <laughs> I think that would have been a, a nice, nicer... <clears throat> nicer ending because mm -hmm. it's been like oh they helping a girl complete her dreams so but then they wouldn't have the heartfelt moment of jay 
announcing that. So, I mean... So now are you backtracking? Not necessarily. Like, it's, there's still enough in it that I think I just, like, you that you had mentioned, like, you didn't find... Like, there was still flaws within it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just... There was enough in it that I could still appreciate it and laugh. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, there's... I, I wish I could think of a movie off the top of my head that was just, like... I don't want to say it, actually, but... Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. 2016 was oh, one of those that I just couldn't do. Couldn't do. Couldn't do. Like, I just, I watched part of it, and I was like, I am not getting anything. Like, just there's so much, like, that's probably the only movie I've ever walked out of. That's, that's just, I couldn't get through it. And Well, before this turns into another Ghostbusters rant. Yeah, the, we'll have, <laughs> we have a four-hour podcast if we talk about that. And I won't have to say anything. I'll just have to say one thing. I'm just going to put the microphone in front of Damon. I'm just going to go, Ghostbusters 2016, go. <laughs> and then I'm just going to walk out of the room. And before you know it, there'll be two hours. Then. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. No, well, no, it would stop after one hour. So like, oh, do I... Do, the holes do I, in your wall? Just... <laughs> yeah, my final thoughts are, uh, you know, the movie was flawed, like you said, but there were a couple times where I did laugh pretty hard. So, uh, for that... You know, it was okay. I could watch it. It's not going to be as I couldn't watch it as much as the original. No, no. But original was way better. I mean, if I was having some popcorn, wanting to chill out, have a good couple good laughs, I could put this on. Maybe show somebody, have a couple beers or something. That would be good. So I think that would be that. That would be my take on it. Like, it's not something that I would just be like, I have to watch this over and over again. But it's Uh, something that I could put on. the only way I see myself probably watching this again is if something like this were to happen, where I was like, oh, hey, all my friends are here and they want to watch this. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I I tend to try, almost get more laughs because of the laughter around me sometimes. Yeah. But again, like with that, I was just like, uh, I'm trying to focus here on what's trying to make me laugh, and I'm like, that a whole and lot. That, that could have been a a problem, too. Maybe just try, the, too much focusing on, like, the thing. Like, sometimes I, I'm more free-flowing, usually. And, like, so sometimes, like, just, you know, something, like, something ridiculous. Like, I'll laugh and I just... And so a lot of those laughs, yeah, probably not going to make people laugh. But just ridiculousness stuff kind of makes me laugh. So that could be it, too. I mean, I'm not, you know... But it's the tiniest, dumbest thing that makes Exa- me laugh. Exactly. That, well, see, that's the weird part is, like, some of this stuff... In here would not have made me laugh from this, but I know for the fact that if it's a joke from one of you two, or something else from somebody else I know, I laugh at it. I don't know what <laughs> that is, but maybe it's the fact like that this is you know a movie and it's like trying to be like the comedy stuff where it's not as free flowing. And when you go into something with critical eyes, like yeah. you know, like I, I've noticed like I, there's sometimes like I've had to backtrack on like Black Panther for example. Mm-hmm. When I first went in, I was extremely critical when I was watching this. I was like, I don't think it's that good. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, it's not as bad as I'm thinking. Like, sometimes I can go back in, like, and I can really reevaluate what, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's kind of like the whole thing that I've been recently doing is like, I always try to go back and say, like, oh, how do I still feel about this? And yeah. Oh, it's it, 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 it's changed a lot usually. Like, I'm like. Oh, this is not as good as I remember. Or it's like, oh well, you know. Especially what? when it's something from like a childhood thing. Like when you when you have yeah. a movie from your childhood that, like a good example would be, 
a movie that I still love and care about, Osmosis Jones. We watched it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm glad I this bad. But oh, wow. I I still appreciate it enough because it made my childhood good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was that was part of my childhood too. I watched it a few times. It's just that when I then had a functioning brain more and I watched it again, I was like, oh. Yeah, the only scenes that really would get me is usually when Bill Murray was on the screen because he was just so over the top. I just remember him and the uh, egg. I always remember See, that. That, strangling the monkey that, for the egg. That that and that and that's one of the things that I'll admit that we both might might fight over with this because I was like I think that Bill Murray is just monotone and dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's over the top in a Mrs. Jones, but that's me. I think if you compare it with some of his other stuff, like he's because like for example, um, Moonrise Kingdom. He's, okay, well, he also has Wes Anderson directing him. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. But he just kind of kind of chill, you know. Yeah, but, like, I like for example, Nicolas Cage, someone that we know and love. <laughs> uh-huh, it's going to be a regular here. Yeah. Well, he has some movies where, like Con Air, where he's pretty serious, not too wild. And then you have Vampire's Kiss, where he's, like, over-the-top ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can tell that a lot of actors have something where they have something they can have fun with and free flow and, like, they're like... They, they also do different takes with Nicolas Cage. They're like, <laughs> I'm going to use this take. Yes. We just watched Colorado Space. That yeah. was wild. Wh- which will be a review coming yes. up. Yes, oh my gosh. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I think it's... I think it'd be... I don't know. <laughs> I love... Well, I love H.P. Lovecraft. Anything that yeah. usually has to do with him, like, his stuff that's inspired by his work is, like... Uh, one that's not actually his work, but it's inspired the void. Like that. Now, see, I've I've seen stuff and I've heard about that film. I just haven't. Seen it, it. It's it's really weird and trippy, but it's it's inspired by H. P. Lovecraft, and I, I think that's I, I, really. Cool. I've heard it has a lot of vibes like the eighties yes. stuff. Like a lot of people thought the soundtrack was like reminiscent of like Halloween and stuff like that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But it, it, I think now another sign right now is we we really came off of the whole reboot thing. We started talking about stuff that we thought were way more interesting. So I'm just going to point that out right now. But So to wrap this up, I would say plug some stuff. But I know Mr. Gobbler here, he's not going to plug chance. anything. <laughs> so just just do your final You're statement. Plug in your wonderful social media. My, no, I don't want anyone to <laughs> So so just leave them with the final words of Gobbler today. My final words are... And please nothing that involves death. (laughs) Hold on, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. If if you want to just have... If you enjoy the original and you really, you know, appreciate a lot of stuff in it, watch it. I'm not saying don't watch it because even if you don't like, like a lot of it, I'm sure there's at least one or two parts that might make you laugh. So... Enjoy it as, as much as you want. That's, that's really my own final words. Just kind of watch it and hopefully enjoy it. Mr. Nickers Chicken, you want to plug anything in your final words? <laughs> Should I fall with Damon's answer? No! Uh, yeah, Nick Wood on Facebook, Nickerish underscore chicken 87 on Instagram. Instagram. Nickerish Chicken on Twitter. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I guess go into reboot with, you know, the mindset that, you know, you're watching Jay and Silent Bob. That's all I can say. And you can find me at my Facebook, Ian Novak. 
You can find me on Twitter at GaioLoco89. I'm not plugging my Instagram because I don't care. And it's also too long. And it's uh, YouTube. Uh, well, and if you want to check, keep sub- subscribed to find out our reviews, we did just post a Foul Play two ep- number two episode with Mr. Gobbler here as the host, and I was a competitor, so go see how I did. Uh, also, we'll be having a... Not a review of some several things that we had just recently seen with me and Nick. Uh, please just join the crazy flock, as I like to call you. <laughs> and other than that, if you want to see Jay and Silent Bob reboot, if you're curious, all I'll say is find it in a discount bin. Because <laughs> then you'll be like, hey, I didn't waste any much, or hey, I got it for a good deal. I mean, that's, that's, that's a fair point. Regardless, even if you like it or hate it, that's still a fair point because <laughs> if you get it out of the bargain bin, if you hate it, you're like, I spent five bucks. If you love it, you're like, uh, yeah, like, at least I got a really freaking good yeah. deal. I spent five dollars on it and I didn't hate it, so I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, guys, until next time, see ya.